to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And I'm Nikki Hoffman, a physician assistant turned real estate agent on the Icon team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. Mm-hmm. I love it. We are in the middle of December, getting mm-hmm. towards the end of the year. Yeah. Some of my favorite times of year. And, um, you know... I have yes. podcast, podcast. you know, but we've also brought up things about the community and yeah. other things like that. Today's topic mm-hmm. is one of my favorites mm-hmm. because I think that photographs help make a house, help make or break selling a house. Yeah. Photos and videos. It's the bells and whistles. It's the cool, sexy appeal that people mm-hmm. like, you know, we can talk to lawyers we can talk to lenders, appraisers, inspectors. That's a little bit of the boring side of it. <laughs> Something about photographs and social media and oh, yeah. bells and whistles and all that kind of fun stuff is exciting to mm-hmm. a buyer or a seller. Yeah. You know? Well, it's the first thing. As soon as you're you know, looking for homes, you know, a, a buyer, go talk to this lender. But the first thing that they're doing is looking at pictures, pictures. and you know, getting drawn into certain homes because of, because of how it's staged or because of you know, how decluttered it is yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, sellers love it too. And mm-hmm. I've had plenty of clients after the photo t- photographs are taken, they're like, oh, I love this house. Why uh, am I selling it? You know, because yeah. it looks so good. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's happened to me personally. Whenever I've moved, you know, my house has never looked better the day before I sell it. Sure. You know, oh, I mean, you do everything possible yeah. and it looks amazing. Yeah. And so yeah. sometimes. But it, it most, I mean, it, it makes, it's, it makes its money back. You know, taking Absolutely. those great pictures it really does help um, get me yeah. get people interested. Probably helps drive up. I know. am one of those agents over the many many years who has taken their own photographs. Oh, okay. And I have learned the hard way of what to do and what not to do when taking pictures. Uh huh. I fancy myself a little bit as a you know artist, not a true photographer. I know enough to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not one of those schlubs out there that just takes, you know, two pictures of a house and then posts it. Mm-hmm. At least have a little bit of an eye. So, but yeah. I'm not a professional photographer. Mm-hmm. And when a professional photographer comes around, you know it. You can tell that 100%. there is a difference yeah. in the quality. Mm-hmm. I, I like getting creative with my with my pictures and, and having different angles and different staging you know things i there's been stories where me and the seller have gone around and like moved half the things out of the room taking a picture moved the same things back so you can take a picture from the different angle i mean you you know there's things that go on to to help make a house look good Uh uh-huh but there are other agents who just kind of level of where i was when i took my own pictures Uh uh-huh you don't do that anymore Sometimes I will. Okay. It depends on the house. Okay. And sometimes I won't, uh-huh. depending on the house. Okay. If I feel like that I'm capable and competent and I'm using my own professional camera, uh-huh. you know, I have a, a nice You're not using level, your iPhone. Not using my iPhone. <laughs> sometimes iPhones are taking better pictures these days, though. Well, yeah. But, but again, you're not going to have the same perspectives and mm-hmm. the, the look of it. Mm-hmm. But here is my top 10 list of pictures that I've seen from other listings mm-hmm. that are just the avoid list okay top 10 things that have occurred mm-hmm. that you would not want your house to look like when you're selling it okay number one 
a cluttered, actually, sorry, number 10, okay. a cluttered garage. Okay. Just a complete, just junk everywhere. Sure. It is just awful, filled with boxes and that's the case. That's fine. Don't post that picture. Don't yeah. take a picture of that. I don't need to see it. Mm-hmm. That's number 10. Okay. Number nine. And sometimes you don't think about this. There's cars in the driveway. Mm-hmm. You're taking a picture from the outside part of the house. And you're, you need the whole perspective of the front of the house. And there's a couple of cars in the driveway. Mm-hmm. You see their license plates. You see what the, the make and model of the car yeah. is. You see all that. That is a poor representation of the front of the house. It seems like a safe, potentially a safety concern too. Like just get some your, keys, move the cars, yeah. and take the picture without the cars in the driveway. Right. Number eight, blurry pictures. I have seen so many listings with an iPhone or mm-hmm. worse yeah. of people that have taken pictures and they're out of focus. Mm-hmm. That does not help anybody. How would you? Up- why would you upload? That? Why would you do that? Yeah. Number seven. Pictures of an empty closet. You wouldn't think that this is uh, an interesting, unusual one, uh-huh. but it's strange that why would you take a picture of a closet mm-hmm. and it's empty and it's just white walls? And I've seen. Yeah. I don't. I don't get it. Okay. Number six, crooked pictures. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You, you you are taking again whether it's an iPhone or just any old random camera and mm-hmm. it's not on. Uh, a center line at all mm-hmm. you know it yeah. looks janky uh-huh. you know it's crooked so the front is how what am i living in like a sideways world here no meanwhile if you a lot of these things you can well obviously not a, a photo but if the you know you can edit the you yeah. know take some time to edit yeah. the picture after yeah. the fact if that's the case if you took a bad picture to begin with, right number five okay the the house's pet the dog the Aww. cat is You're hanging not a fan. out in well it's it's one thing if they're staged and they're okay. sitting there looking pretty. Yeah, it's another say. thing that they're running from one room to the next and it's uh-huh. in the shot and you see a dog's head popping out of a doorway or you see a cat tail behind the couch. Okay. Get rid of the pets. Okay. Get the pets out of the way. Sure. Okay. Okay. Number four, clutter in the sink. Dirty dishes well, that's awful. in the sink. For photos? For photos. Okay. I mean, I could see. Take some time to clean your yeah, kitchen. Yeah, no, that's not. Awful. And, and I'm. I'm not even exaggerating. I mean, I've seen complete hot messes of kitchens beyond just cluttering the sink. Mm-hmm. Stuff everywhere, all over the countertops. I mean, take some time just to even if just dump it in a box and get it out of the way and take a picture of an empty kitchen. Recently shown a home that only had an exterior picture that I went into mm. that was clearly, mm. um, uh, can I say it was, you know, just it just had a lot of junk. Clearly, this junk. person is a collector it's of a junkyard. many, many items. Sure. Do you think? I mean, obviously. So there's no way this person is clearing their house out for photos. Right. Is that that's the right move? Just an external home photo. Then? People think that. I mean, that's why I'm asking. It's an opinion. Some yeah. agents are of the mindset of yeah. if it looks bad on the inside, I'm just going to post a picture yeah. on the outside. I am of the opinion that you might as well take some pictures as bad as it is Mm -hmm. of the interior of the house so people aren't wondering and what's going on Mm -hmm. you you can just do what i the story i did yeah go through with the client move stuff over from one side of the room to the next and um, yeah so at least three or four pictures so you can get the layout of the design of the house exactly and maybe you can put a disclaimer and be like selling as is yeah the owner is working on decluttering. Okay. Yeah. Something like <laughs> something that. Like that. Yeah. But some pictures of the inside are better than none. Okay. That's my personal Your opinion. opinion. Mm-hmm. 
Um, number three. Okay. Number three. Having your thumb in the picture in the bottom corner. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's, that's gotta be. I mean, no every, <laughs> every family has had that happen to them before you get the family picture and the, the crazy uncle takes it and sure. you get the thumb in the picture for your mm-hmm. Christmas card. Well, that's happened in real estate and I've seen that and you get this little blurry thumb in the bottom corner. Crop it. Crop. Yeah. Crop I mean, it. it's not like, it's not, it's filmed. not that difficult. It's digital. We can fix these things. And even us agents have the ability of, and as you enter these pictures in crop it. Yeah. The top two. Okay. Have, um, references to bathrooms. Okay. <laughs> Number two pet peeve of mine is having the toilet seat up. That is a common, I mean, yeah. you females probably yell at males all the time. Okay. Why are you leaving the toilet seat up? Right. Yeah, is that, is that yeah. one thing for you? Just um, a pet no, peeve? my husband doesn't do that. So okay. he's been well trained. He's been well trained <laughs> in the photographs. There is absolutely no reason to have yeah. the seat up and 99% of toilet seats in regular houses have both the seat and the lid. Close them both. Oh, yeah. Close the lid. Nobody wants to see, to see the whole of the toilet. Right. I don't care how clean it is. Exactly. Close that lid. Yeah, 100%. Top number one worst picture of all time, pet peeve of mine, uh-huh. is you see the agent in the, there the with selfie. their iPhone. Yeah. And they're taking a picture of the bathroom and the mirror displays Reflects. there. Yeah image standing there in whatever jeans and ridiculous outfit they have on <laughs> taking a picture of themselves they're not aware of it uh-huh and then the worst thing is that they're posting it into public domain world yeah. to see themselves taking a picture in a bathroom to capture what i have no idea yeah i feel like this list is very comprehensive and also gives us a good peek into your inner psyche in my brain what, in my brain <laughs> of what you you what really yes, bothers you <laughs> it is it, these are my own personal mark yeah. francis pet peeves yes, of photography I, I taking like because again i've done it so many times yeah, yeah i mean you go into and even a decluttered kitchen that you see and you see a little dish rag in the corner most people won't think about that i go in there grab possible it, i mean so what do you think about because we didn't really talk about this personal items, so like family photos and things like that. Yeah, like, that doesn't bother me. As that much. doesn't bother you. I was no, just, yeah, I just want curious. a clean, decluttered house. And if you see like a a trash can, that's just a portable trash can. Oh, and, yeah. and, and you see like the trash bag oozing out of it. No, get it out of the way. Of course, you know, get that sure. out of the way. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, if you have a bunch of magnets and pictures like in your on your refrigerator, uh huh, take that off. Okay. You know, that's that's easy to remove. Yeah, frames on the wall, keep that. Okay. So again, it's just perspectives, but mm-hmm. we have uh, an interview coming up here. Joe mm-hmm. Yaka, that is a professional well above my expertise, mm-hmm. who um, I've been working with lately. We also have Matt Kilmer has been working with him here at Icon Real Estate, yeah. and he does an amazing job. He is taking he things to the next level, mm-hmm. especially for our small little windows, what he's doing, and you're going to hear from the expert. Yeah. So this is Joe Yaka from Absolute Altitude Aerial Productions. Well, we are here with Joel Yaka from Absolute Altitude Aerial Productions. That is an incredible name. I love it. Um, Can I start with that? Yeah, definitely. Where did that name come from? So Absolute Altitude, we were looking, searching for names. We were originally... Uh, the company has started as like a drone company because we saw the writing on the wall with uh, the drone industry uh, several years ago and the way it was going. Mm -hmm. Um, And we knew that real estate was going to be a big part of that. But, um, you know, we we thought primarily it's going to be a drone company. 
Um, and so, you know, I was kind of searching for aeronautical terms. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And absolute altitude is the distance from the ground to the aircraft. Um, and so I thought, oh, that's kind of a cool okay. name. And yeah. you know, it's always going to show up first. I was going to say, it starts with an A. Yeah, <laughs> alphabetically. And Double right A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that really, uh, that was kind of where, where we got the name and the aerial productions in there. And sometimes I... S swap out the aerial productions for real estate productions on okay. my real estate stuff. But okay. mm -hmm. Absolute Altitude is the DBA. Cool. So, yeah. Well, give us a quick background of what led you to this point in your career. Like, sure. have you always had this vision of owning a company and doing photography and videography? So start from the beginning. Like, okay. what, what led you to this point? Sure. So, no, I... I honestly never thought I would own a business. I also never mm -hmm. thought I'd be a middle school teacher, which I was for, oh, for wow. a time. Yeah. All right. Um, so you never know where life's going to take you. Um, mm -hmm. I grew up in Pittsburgh, um, had a love for film and photography and graduated with my undergraduate degree from University of Pittsburgh mm -hmm. in uh, a degree with digital media. And uh, so from there, I um, started looking for work and I just really didn't have a whole lot of film connections up there. And, uh, and the time my wife and I had our first child and she was working full time and, and I was going to school and really wanted to kind of switch those roles. Um, and so I went back to school and uh, got my master's in teaching because I just felt like I wanted huh. to get into the working field and get my wife home so she could yeah. be you know, with our daughter. And, Digital uh, stuff, media, photography, video stuff wasn't going to cut it, right? It, it wasn't cutting it at the yeah. time, yeah. 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 So, uh, so yeah, so I did that and uh, started looking for teaching jobs. And in Pittsburgh, teaching jobs are tough to come by. So, again, I found myself a little stuck. Mm -hmm. um, and so we started looking. My, my brother at the time lived in Leesburg, Virginia. And uh, I applied at several schools down there and uh, got a job down there. So that's what brought us down mm -hmm. to Virginia. Mm -hmm. And uh, almost immediately, I started volunteering in our church, uh, Abundant Life Church in Stevens City. Okay, yep. Um, started volunteering doing their media. They offered to bring me on part-time. Um, so I did that. So I was part-time media as well as teaching full-time. Wow. Yeah. And so uh, so that was great because that gave me that creative outlet. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then through that, I made a lot of connections in the area with other filmmakers and photographers. Mm -hmm. um, and then the drone thing started to happen and, and started to get more popular. And, uh, and uh, we actually, at our church, we had our uh, pastor did a series on drones, and he was kind of relating, <laughs> using an analogy to uh, relate that to uh -huh. the attributes of God, which huh. was kind of cool. Uh -huh. um, and so for that, it's kind of interesting, for mm -hmm. that sermon, um, I was tasked fly a drone in the sanctuary oh wow yeah so it's a little uh, dicey it was a little dicey <laughs> it was a little nerve-wracking but we we successfully pulled it off i didn't fly over people for any uh, faa people listening out there uh just on the stage but flew it over to the pastor it was fun but anyway so that kind of sparked my interest in the whole drone world wow. um honestly and and so from there i think you know my brain just started thinking and i'm always trying to keep my foot in the film world mm -hmm. And I thought, man, this could be this could be cool for not only a tool in the toolbox for other filmmakers um, in the area to you know kind of give them that service, but you know I could use it um, as a, a tool for myself, mm -hmm. my filmmaking. Um, and then I started thinking about real estate and how, man, that could be really cool to mm -hmm. you know film houses from the outside and everything. Um, and so that's when I started kind of thinking about the whole business concept and. Um, and just kind of seeing where that would lead. Hmm. Got my first drone and and uh, did a couple 
free uh, things for realtors on the out, just doing the outside of the sure. house. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I quickly learned was that it would be tough to do just the outside and not mm-hmm. do the inside. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just feel like you're leaving a lot on the table. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I had background in some photography, although I had a lot to learn. Um, and then I had you know some background in film from college and everything. And so I kind of married the two things. And uh, and really focused a lot on the real estate aspect. Mm-hmm. And um, what time frame was this? Like how long ago? Too. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So that was. Um, so I moved down in 2012, and by um, so a few years had passed by. 2000 October of 2016 was actually when the business first launched. Cool. So about four years of being down here. Yeah. I was so, just thinking, like, do you think? Uh, COVID like has affected or made you know videography drone hmm. and even videography of the inside of the house like a more important to agents you know as part of their marketing yeah for sure um, that the year that the pandemic hit I happened to um, thankfully I, I had just gotten into 3d um, and doing virtual tours yeah I literally just wow bought the machine in that December <laughs> yeah. yeah not knowing what was coming sure yeah. and uh, and that was huge so and then you know, with that, the video also attributes to helping um, people see the inside of the home. Yeah. But really, it also helps agents to promote themselves, which mm-hmm. is always, you know, what I preach on. So. And even more about the agent, it's yeah. about selling the house. Right. So part of our listening audience cares about, you know, what are the ins and outs of how to sell a house? Mm-hmm. So you are making their house more marketable by and bringing it to life with videos and photography what do you suggest to the listening audience out there? You know, what should they expect if an agent comes and says, okay, I'm going to bring in a professional photographer. You know, what are part of the services that you provide that really make that house pop and stand out? Yeah. So, um, I would say that you're working with a good agent if they suggest that, Uh um, because a lot of agents still don't, you know, may not suggest that. And, and it, is, it is crucial. It's important. Yeah. Um, because it makes your house look 10 times better, um, as well as whenever you're taking their suggestions on staging and decluttering and all those things, putting your best foot forward mm-hmm. from a marketing standpoint. I mean, your it's statistics have shown how much quicker houses go for and even for more money because mm-hmm. you're having more eyes looking on it and you're having more people come and bid on it. And, um, you know, and the more eyes that are on it, you know, the better for you. So, yeah. yeah, especially in, a, in this day, like you're talking about, Nikki, COVID, mm-hmm. where there's plenty of people we've been handling clients who are seeing and buying a house sight unseen yeah. just based off of photography or us going in with our camera and doing a little FaceTime videos, mm-hmm. which is by far and away not the same quality of what you do. For sure. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, so I, I think... Just for us, how we've been working, Nikki, you and I, for people outside of the area, it would have mm-hmm. been amazing if those listing if agents had. had worked with Joel yeah. and said, Joel, right. look at this video. This is all you need to, to do. Well, before, just <laughs> thinking of like when I first got into real estate, like before I didn't, I never would say, you know, I didn't have the experience of looking at a house and then seeing the pictures online. But I don't know if mm. you remember, there was a time we went to look at a home and we looked and we saw it in person and, you know talk to somebody and then later on we see the professional photos and I'm like whoever the professional photographer was did an amazing job because the house looks the present it is amazing like the difference between an iPhone photo yeah I mean you can be literally sometimes fooled into being like oh it looks great and then you get there and you're like oh well it's 
Maybe that's not a, so great. <laughs> that is something that I wanted to ask you about because as an agent, there's always walking that fine line yeah. of making sure you represent the house and make it look great mm-hmm. as opposed to overdoing it. Right. And then it's not realistic. Right. So I know there's changing of the times of rules and regulations for us as agents of what sure. we can do to embellish pictures Mm -hmm. (laughs) what's your line of kind of when you're thinking about yours in the house by yourself you're like oh this looks great i'm gonna take some some pictures and Mm -hmm. videos what do you think about as far as making it realistic versus overdoing it or underdoing it sure from the quality and the presentation side of it yeah so there's different types of photography and styles that you know you can overdo it with and Mm -hmm. and uh, and underdo it (laughs) um so my my outlook on it is you know you try to tell a story with the home um, I think is the most important thing. You want the viewer to see themselves there. Mm. You don't want to, it's not always about, you know, make it as bright and as wide as you possibly can and make it look, you know, absolutely huge, mm. right? Um, because you get there and it's like tiny. Not yeah. Sun, right? right. Now that's not to say that, you know, we want to shoot with a 200 millimeter lens or anything, but mm-hmm. um, we want to tell the story. We want to be, make sure that compositionally that, um, that our photographs look really inviting to the viewer mm-hmm. and, and draw them in. What are some of the trade secrets trade that allow secrets. you to do that? I'll tell you, but I have to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, so really, it's not shooting wide out all the time. Not yeah. shooting, you know, people think that we use fisheye lenses. If there's any photographers that use fisheye lenses for real estate, just run. Because so can I pause you for a second? Because yeah. I had a client that fancied himself as a photographer sure. and used that okay and i hope he's not listening <laughs> okay i had to come back and just myself mm. work on some of the pictures because you could tell i mean you're looking yeah. at the pictures and it's distorted. so distorted and uh, rounded that uh-huh. it's not a good photograph oh wow yeah. and so i just have to beware if mm-hmm. you, you you think you're an owner and are capable of taking good quality pictures and want to send it to us agents no let's just let the professionals do their work yeah. so okay continue yeah. with your story. Yeah. so don't use those lenses what else gotcha, gotcha. what other yeah. trade secrets do you have so uh yeah so i would say so we use a flash ambient style of photography um and you know one's not better than another but you know there's HDR, high dynamic range, which a lot of guys shoot. I used to shoot that way. It's just bracketed photos. It's a lot quicker. Um, it's just not as high a quality in my, my professional opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so with a flash ambient, you get more of a natural look. Um, and so things look more inviting. Um, and things look more like when you show up at the house, it look more similar to what... More realistic. More mm-hmm. realistic, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's a big part of our photography. Um, and then, you know, the drone world, video world is always changing. Um, there's always, I mean, photography as well, but I mean, mm-hmm. the, really the video world is just exploding oh, and yeah. becoming bigger and bigger and it's always changing. Um, you know, we just added social media reels to our services, so we're doing that as well. Um, and that actually will be a big emphasis on 2022 is a lot more social media content for agents. Mm. Oh, okay. So, cool. yeah. I didn't realize you did that sort of stuff, yeah. too. So over mm-hmm. the years, over the, even just the five years you've been doing this, how have you seen your business and industry evolve because of social media? I mean, I've seen eight-minute-long videos from people before of trying mm-hmm. to portray their house. Mm-hmm. You know, But here we are in the digital world where if you don't catch your attention in a second and a half, they're, exactly. they're scrolling, they're done. So what <laughs> difference, what things can you do? I mean, you got to really show up. 4,000 square foot house and right. 
how much time? I mean, what's, right. what's the goal? Right. So, I mean, for me, you know, a standard two to 4,000 square foot house, I'm trying to get in and out of there in a minute or less. Wow. Um, and really, I teachers of the home, we don't need to see the laundry room. We don't need to see the powder room. Right. You know, all those, you know, kind mm-hmm. of areas that people sure. don't care about as much. Um, because and another part of it is I really always feel like you want to give them something to, you want them to say, man, I want to see more of that house. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You want to, our goal is to yeah. get them there. We mm-hmm. don't want to spoil everything. So we kind of show them enough to tease them mm-hmm. and get them there. So a minute long video would do it. How many total photographs do you think would do it? Because I've seen 150 photographs right. as an option <laughs> right. are as a real, just for the people out there that don't know this as a real estate agent we used to only just a couple years ago we're only allowed i think it was 30 or 33 pictures they upped the game and oh. it's like well over 100 now that you're allowed to have and yeah. some agents I've take advantage seen, yeah, of that i've seen yeah and you'll see you know eight pictures of the same shot right so right. In, in again the professional's opinion what what do you think is good advice yeah that's a good question um i've heard both sides of the aisle on that but i think um you know, as a rule of thumb, I think between 20 and 30 is sufficient. I wow. think, um, you know, unless the exception for like huge 10,000 square foot houses mm-hmm. or something. Um, I think that's kind of the sweet spot for photos. I don't think you really need a lot more than 30. I mean, bedrooms, just like a standard bedroom, mm-hmm. uh, it's one shot for us from the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll see that in all of our work. But, uh, you know, that's... We know that there's probably a closet there on the other side, you know, maybe we'll show a sliver of it, but we don't need to turn around and then just see the closet. We all know what a closet looks yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And it's not very exciting. It's not very exciting. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather, you know, spend time in other areas of the house that are going to wow you more. Yeah. So ballpark range, how many, uh, how many photo shoots are you doing in a week? Like you, you, I, when you say you're busy, you're definitely busy. So yeah. what are you getting in? We know Matt Kilmer keeps him yeah. busy. <laughs> The, the, dinos, the dinosaur is keeping you busy. The dino keeps us busy, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, we're uh, just over 700 for the year. Um, so, oh, wow. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's pretty busy. I mean, we have slower times, of course, and busier times. Spring, of course, is busier than right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say uh, on average per week, probably 15, 20 houses a week. Mm. Yeah, That's a lot. Somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah. So would you say more, so, I mean, you know, I learned about you through Matt and, you know, I think you had him do some work for you mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. a house I was helping with, but, um, how, how, what's the distribution? Is it between like actual home videos versus marketing, you know, like help, helping realtors that are, you know, using your videos for marketing? Yeah. Um, so man, so our video work, uh, looking back at all the services we did this year, mm-hmm. We did video work, I think it was about 60% of the shoots. So that's, anytime mm-hmm. we do video work, we're doing, almost always doing photos too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then, you know, and then as far as the, like, uh, outside promotional material, of mm-hmm. like, agents where we're doing, like, um, agent promos and social media content. Yeah. That has been building more and more. Yeah. Probably about, like, I don't know, 10, 10 20% of... Okay. Where we're at this year, but Mm -hmm. yeah, um, but that is becoming bigger and bigger. And when I go to your website, Mm -hmm. I see three big categories. Yeah. So we're talking about real estate because we're realtors. Sure. But I see a tab that says real estate. I see a tab that says film and Mm -hmm. I see a tab that says commercial. Mm -hmm. So for all the rest of the people out there that aren't real estate agents to hire you, 
how could they use your services for videos or photographs? Yeah, great question. So um, the film and commercial world, right, film is that, you know, it's, it's higher end, it's, it's takes a lot longer, it's a lot more logistics, there's normally a crew involved, mm-hmm. um, and it, it gives you that film look. Um, and it's usually something for, um, like we actually, we do do it for agents as well. We do um, agent promo videos mm-hmm. where we take mm-hmm. a film, uh, cinematic approach and it's very planned out and very uh, organized but as far as um, outside of real estate we do um, film work for businesses such as um, we just did some work for the Winchester Tourism Department hmm. um, and we highlighted uh, the Japanese bathhouse in uh, Frederick County hmm. um, blanking on the name at the moment Pembroke Springs Pembroke Springs I've heard of them yeah yep. very cool okay yep so yep, we so we highlighted them, did some film work for them, um, and just doing like a promo video. We've done some work for Winchester Printers in the past for mm-hmm. uh, for those guys over there. That's on their website. You can go check that out. Big industry is weddings. Yes. Do, do you get into weddings at all? Just video work, okay. and uh, and honestly, only if we have the time. Yeah. Because weddings, I love doing them, but man, they take they take a lot of a lot of time. Yeah, way more time than going into a house. I mean, because the one time, yeah, the one time we dedicated, you were in and out of the house. I think, I mean, I was didn't know what to expect, but I was like, oh, that didn't take him yeah. that long to do. It felt like pretty efficient. Yeah, that's yeah. professional work, right? That's there. what I mean. Get like, in, get I out, mean, because I know saw what you're looking for. the video was yeah. awesome, so yeah. I was like, well, that's really good <laughs> for the <laughs> amount of time. It was yep. crazy. Yeah, well, we get pl- plenty of practice. So yeah, yeah, the video, uh, the wedding videos world, as uh, it's fun. It's, it's a full it's, day. Yeah, but. It is a full jam-packed day, and maybe even a rehearsal, or it's a whole weekend. Yes, it's commitment. I just shot one last month. It was um, we ended up with 600 gigs of footage. Now I think we overshot a little bit, but I'm always of the um, mindset of having too much than Mm -hmm. not enough. Sure. So yeah. Yeah, How many people are on your team? Great question. So um, it has been just me primarily, full time. For the last several years, yeah, um, I do outsource my my photography for real estate mm-hmm. because I would die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I would not have a life at all. Yeah, um, it's already pretty minimal, but anyway. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, and then I have another video editor who started with me about a year and a half ago, who's local, mm-hmm. um, who I trained, and he helps me out greatly. Nice. I have a social media person who is contracted about six months ago or so. Mm-hmm. She helps me out greatly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we are bringing on a full-time person uh, in January, and he's going to be a full-time shooter. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's growing. I'm um, yeah. curious of, like, this is just my own brain thinking, the drone rules. You know, sure. we get back to drone yeah. and, and, like, what are the rules and regulations? And mm-hmm. if people are out here listening and watching and they see drones flying over somebody's mm-hmm. house, you know, obviously you're Don't doing it for a reason. Down. Right. Yeah. You know, what... What can people expect, and what are the rules and regulations that you need to know about for drones? So, to fly commercially, you need to have a Part 107 uh, F, um, license from the FAA. Um, it's a test you have to take, and you got to take it every two years in order mm-hmm. to become a commercial pilot or remote pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, the FAA is pretty, you know, they have the uh, drone world on lockdown and eyes on them all the time kind of under the magnifying glass because it's a new industry and, Mm -hmm. you know, we're in their airspace and they control that. Um, So, you know, which is good. you got to be on top of what's going on, though. Um, They are coming out with um, something called remote ID where they're going to be able to identify every pilot. Um, So that's that's interesting. A lot of people were against it. Some people were for it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the the goal with that, I think, is safety. But, you know, the concern is privacy. 
Yeah. yeah. That's that's my thought. Is mm-hmm. you know, you're in a neighborhood and right. you got a drone flying over somebody's house and your neighbor's like, I don't want my house in there. Right. photographs so right. w- w- how do you work around kind of the privacy component of when you're sure how fi- I mean what are you like 300 500 feet in the air I have no idea how so high legally not above 400 400 okay, okay. yep good um, but uh, no typically I'm very we're very low uh, we will get some wide shots to show the proximity to the neighborhood or the uh-huh. town but typically the way I shoot a lot of my work especially for the video um, you don't need to be you know, 200, 300 feet in the air to show the house. You, just an elevated shot really mm-hmm. helps um, and gives it a perspective that looks a lot nicer. So what I typically tell people, you know, we have definitely been approached by people before. Um, I've been approached by people with guns. Oh, geez. <laughs> oh, yeah. Threatened to shoot me down. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely happened. Oh, my gosh. Um, and so, you know, I just calmly explain to them. I'll show them my screen. I'll say, look. Like, you know, our, our focus is on this house here, you know, yeah. professional pilot. Yep. Um, you know, I may fly over your house, but it's because I need the vantage point of yeah. this house. I can't, I can't see that house when I'm right in front, you know, yeah. on top of it or whatever. Hmm. Uh-huh. Um, so when I explain that, they're usually pretty understanding. Unless and, they have a gun. Unless they have a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Do you use um, the drone then for like... I'm just thinking like larger land parcels like is yes. that okay yeah, yeah i think that would be pretty useful too that's actually really useful um anytime we do land shoots we almost always they're always aerial mm-hmm. um and you can really show off the land well yeah um, with video as well mm-hmm. for um with the drone mm-hmm. um, which is really really nice mm-hmm. yeah any are there any things that you would want to share with the listening audience of what to expect uh wh- i mean Either what to expect or maybe things that they should think about when they're trying to sell their house to prepare to get the photos done. I mean, we talk about them as agents of staging, you know, but is there anything that they should know about from the photographer standpoint to prepare for a house to get sold? Yeah, so preparation, we have a photo prep guide that we can always, that we send out. Cool. Um, And so we always highly recommend you check that out. And, um, you know, you can download that. And if you hit... 50% 50% of the stuff on that list, it's a big list, um, mm-hmm. then you'd be in pretty good shape. Nice. But less is more is always the saying. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Just declutter as much as you can. Um, I'd rather have a clean slate, like hardly anything, than all this clutter. Yep. It yeah. really, really helps. Yep. yep. I'm thinking, do you have any thoughts on, or have you seen the um, the photos where it's they're staged but it's um virtual staging yes <laughs> have you seen that what are you what do you think about that so with like photography virtual staging mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so we actually do that as well okay so that's great for vacant homes okay. um, i always recommend it especially if it's a vacant home and it's not like super great condition then virtual staging really helps you to see what it could be okay um now just be careful because there's virtual staging out there that looks terrible mm-hmm. shadows run the wrong way and oh. it just doesn't look good uh-huh. um, our virtual staging i think is some of the best and looks really good cool um and it is helpful to to sell the house now i always you know the um, the mls with virtual staging i think i don't know what the last rule i heard on this was but i always tell agents it's always a good idea to just put a little disclaimer hey yep. this is virtually staged yeah and you know it's just to help you get a perspective of what this could look like mm-hmm I'm with you. I, I, I'm not fully up on the latest rules, right. but I've always erred on the side of you're not allowed to embellish right. the house, you know, right. adding different things to if it. If it's to permanent, then you don't add. It or, has to be there yeah. in the picture. Right. Yeah, exactly. 
removing light sockets and stuff like that. We don't do that. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No Photoshopping. No. Cropping. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. Mostly feel like it's just used to like show how a room could be used, you know, like what would fit or, you know what I mean? Like kind Mm -hmm. of like arrangements and things like that. But I will say it happened to me a couple of times where I'm looking at it and I looked, was looking through and I see a couple of homes that basically had like similar virtual staging like yeah. i mean because yeah style. yeah and you're yeah. like sure. wait a second that looks familiar and then in small print up in the left like top corner i see virtual staging. there you go like, oh, oh okay things to be on the lookout for. yeah exactly mm-hmm. awesome <laughs> well i appreciate you being here joel it's yeah. amazing yeah. we have every guest go through five iconic questions okay and so i want to ask them to you because okay. right off the top of your head very simple very easy no gotcha. pressure okay. but the first one is this what is one of your favorite restaurants in town Oh, favorite restaurants in town. You know, it's not, it's it's a chain, but I, I like it. It's Carabas. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Carabas is good. Carabas yeah. is awesome. It's real I good. Like it. yep. I haven't been there in a long time. Me I either. just got a gift card for it, though. So I, I'm going to go. There you go. Go. Gotta go. Yeah. Do it. Um, what is something you love about your neighborhood? Something I love about my neighborhood, you know, that it's not. Uh, I could say that it's not over the mountain like uh, the other side of Northern Virginia. Okay. That it's not super busy. We're kind of laid back here. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. It's just it's just a chill area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because of that, it's kind of the third question. Mm-hmm. So why is Winchester a great place to live? Winchester, let me think. Winchester is a great place to live because again, I like the small town feel. Um, I like coming downtown and being able to walk in the walking mall and through mm-hmm. town and you know stop at shops and support. Um, a local, um, you know, restaurants and businesses, and mm-hmm. even though I do like Carabas. Except for Carabas. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Carabas. <laughs> but uh, local coffee shops, I love that. I love hitting local coffee shops. Yeah. 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 It's cool. It's great. Where do you meet or like to spend time with friends in Winchester? I mean, you just um, kind of said a lot of places downtown. But. Yeah. So I like to meet at Espresso Bar. Yeah. Yeah. Anita does a great job over there. Mm-hmm. So that's one of my favorite favorite spots, I think. Cool. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Last question. You're doing great. You're flying <laughs> through these. Thanks. Um, what's one of Winchester's hidden gems? You get around a lot of different places. So is there any anywhere out there in Winchester that you consider a hidden gem? Uh, one of Winchester's hidden gems. Uh, hmm. Great question. That's a tough one. You've got to be around. I mean, you got to go all over creation to see these different houses. Is there a special place that stands out that maybe even your family didn't even ask about your family? You know, mm-hmm. what do you do with your kids? Like what? So my kids. Um, oh, they do. Vosterkoffs. Oh, yeah. 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 Hey. <laughs> so they'll be in the Nutcracker uh, coming up. I'll be there with you. Nice. Okay. Yep. So they'll be down there. We sponsor them. Oh, that's cool. And uh, yeah, so that's definitely a That cool is the spot. hidden gem. Yep. There Vosterkoff's you go. Academy of Ballet. Nice. Yep. Yeah, we just talked about them in uh, the last episode. Absolutely. Too. We'll bring it up <laughs> some more in just a little bit. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah this sun- is it this Sunday? It is this Sunday, right? Yeah. yeah. Show up. There you go. Yeah, yep. there you go. Cool. Well, I appreciate it. Yep. Um, what we haven't heard from you is the way to connect with you. So what's the best way to reach out if this conversation sparked an interest to our listeners and they're like, man, I need that person to help me out. Joel, he sounds like an amazing guy. How do they connect with you? 
Sure. Well, you can go to our website. It's absolutealtitude.us, not .com. Okay. .us. .com was taken. Um, .us. And uh, from there, you can click on, if you're a real estate agent or a broker, you can click on real estate and then click book now if you want to book us. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also other information on there as well for our other services. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, we're very interactive on social media, which is becoming a bigger and bigger part of our world. Mm-hmm. Um, so Facebook, just Absolute Altitude, or uh, Instagram, Absolute.Altitude. Awesome. Also on TikTok, but yeah. oh, yes, we don't TikTok. communicate on there a whole lot. It's the next level, <laughs> the next generation. Social media go. person made us get on there. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank You're you. amazing. You're welcome. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Joel. Appreciate it. Yep. That is absolutely spot on. And there's still way too many professionals out there who attempt to put an entire house into like a two, three, five, seven minute kind of montage mm-hmm. and it's really slow paced and you're in the living room for like a good five, 10 seconds. Then you move on to the dining room. Nobody needs that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think of like a, a 30 second TV commercial and the things that you can get packed in oh, to, yeah. to share things. I mean, this is just like a house. You can go boom, boom, boom real quick. Even how, see it. yeah. Even how he showed me afterwards the, like how he's, you know, basically taking snippets of um, the mm-hmm. videography for the home to, to convert them basically into like a marketing tool yeah. for the agent as well. I mean, and those are like really kind of you can you just yeah, you feel like you're drawn to to it and you, you see just enough. Like he yeah. said, you, you don't need to see everything. Yep. You need to see enough to say, OK, I need to see more. That's a home I want to see. I could see my in yeah. person. And so. it's it's exactly what um, st- helps an agent stand out. If, uh-huh. an, if an agent chooses somebody like Joel, mm-hmm. that is a marketing pl- just coup in order mm-hmm. to share with a client. Somebody's looking to sell their house. I'll, I'll, I should have asked him this, but I would say if if we're in a listing presentation, it's good practice for the client to ask us agents, say, what do your past photographs look like of some of your listings? Yeah. You know, and if and if an agent can't pull up a good looking house that they've had listed recently, mm-hmm. and they're not using professional photography, just like Joel said, you you got to find a better agent. Mm-hmm. You got to find an agent who is actually suggesting to use professional photography. Mm-hmm. I think our town in Winchester, we are going more in that markets. You know, if you watch those shows sure. you know, that we've talked about yeah. in, in LA or DC or New York, they're doing all kinds of things. Right. Bells and whistles. Winchester's still a small town. But yet we are now, uh, several of us agents are upping the game, and some have been doing it for a while now, Yeah, of using professional photography, and it makes a difference. It does make a huge difference. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's only helping the agents marketing too for yep. their own, you know, for their own kind of social media and their website or where, however they're posting their, yep. their, their homes that they're selling. So yeah, he's doing a great job. So I, um, I do have to share that whenever we record these interviews, sometimes they're a little before we actually air them. Yeah. He was talking about Nutcracker. Yeah, so I know. So that, that has already occurred, obviously. But when we recorded it, it was coming up. So just yeah. little... So don't go this Sunday yeah. to see the ballet. That happened last season. Exactly. But yeah. Thanks for that little, uh, yeah. little note there. Joel gave us a timestamp on our conversation, which is fine. I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. So totally. what things are coming up here, Nikki, that we want to look forward to for... Um, you know, yes. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yeah. So yeah. So the weekend, obviously, this is coming out on December twenty third. So your your weekend is going to be you know Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Hopefully, spending time with family and friends and doing things you enjoy. Maybe having some time off. But um, wanted to bring up a couple of 
events that are going on um, for New Year's Eve that are happening locally. So um, I think I've talked about Easily Created before. It's that little like paint, you, you do like little paint where you paint signs or you make a wreath or th- those yep. kind of things. Yep. It's right here. I think it's on Boscowan. Yep. Um, so she's got a lot of events coming up, but one that I thought looked kind of fun for Friday, um, December 31st. So New Year's Eve, 6.30 p.m. It's a um, couples sip and paint. So it's like you go with your spouse or your significant other, or maybe you just bring a girlfriend or whatever. You go and you, um, you know, re- get your tickets. You get to, I think you get to bring your own wine. You'll just go to their website to figure out, you know, the ticket price and what you're allowed to bring. But basically it's like, you know, chill. You make your little snowman sign hmm. or whatever you're into, um, for that evening. So it's kind of just a fun like way to do something a little bit creative and maybe not necessarily in big crowds. Great. If that's not Love something it. you're into. Yep. And then if you're into a bigger crowd or more people, um, there's going to be the New Year's Eve um, masquerade at Winchester Brew Works. So that's at 7 p.m. Huh. And lasts until 1 a.m. Although, I mean, I would miracle. <laughs> I don't know who's going to be there for <laughs> till 1 a.m. But... If you, you're not a late night person. No, I'm not. Yeah, I can stay up. Well, no. So, I mean, you know, if my toddler doesn't sleep, I'm like, I feel like I need to go to bed, like almost as soon as she goes to bed in case there's like an issue of her not sleeping. So maybe someday about those days. Yeah. That was so long ago. So long ago. But they're going to have like food from crash test yummies. I'm not sure. Have you ever been there? Nope. Okay. It's awesome. So they're going to have food from there at that Winchester Brew Works event um, and some other places and live music and obviously beer. And just putting it out there, they're requiring proof of a COVID-19 vaccination to enter the event. Okay. So if you're concerned, they're going to actually want to see a hard hard copy of your vaccination card. Okay. So... Like maybe that makes you feel a little bit more pre-purchased I mean, one. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> I can't even imagine someone doing that, but I guess it has happened. I'm sure it's a thing. Yeah. Uh, well, what is the world coming to? Let's you know? let's end on a positive note. Well, and, <laughs> and, well, for me tomorrow, yeah. I will be playing and doing music and singing at Fellowship Bible Church's Christmas Eve service oh, at nice. eleven. Uh huh. There's actually three services happening. Okay. Eleven is where I am. And then five o'clock and seven o'clock. So okay. that's Christmas Eve for people that well, do want they to not have a Christmas Day service? Is no it Christmas Christ- Day. Okay. Yep. Typical Christmas Eve. Give uh-huh. Christmas Day off. Yeah. Which is a Saturday, and then back to church like normal on a Sunday. On Sunday, yeah. right? So okay. it's it's been a busy week. Yeah, I bet. There you go. Okay. Well, thanks so much for joining us on. Oh, actually, before I talk about this, yeah, we're taking next week off. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We were going to yeah. say that. Yeah. yeah, because you know it's it's Christmas, it's holidays, it's the season. We'll take a week off. And our next episode will come out that first Thursday of January. Yes. Continue to share us with your friends. You know, yes, I mean, absolutely. we're getting more and more hits every single week. Mm-hmm. So really excited about that and what this new year is going to bring for Iconic Talk. Yeah. So just make note of that. Yep. Next week, taking it off. We'll be back the week of January 3rd. Yep. So we hope that you learned something from today's episode and look forward to sharing more with you in two weeks. Remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated Use, for, use professional photographers and available. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Like Mark said, we appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. We would love if you would share with your friends, leave us a rating and review, um, and have a happy holiday. Yeah, until next time, think iconic.